0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the wheat markets for Wednesday, January 24th. Well, we had the wheat markets and the grain markets in general opening up strong yesterday, but wheat really struggled to hang on to those gains. Both the Chicago wheat and corn closed pretty much unchanged Minneapolis was uh, lower, just a couple cents lower on the day. Kansas City managed to hang on to most of its gains. So pulling away from Chicago a little bit here over these last couple days. Soybeans too managed to hold on to its gains and close at the top end of the range. So having a, a fairly strong performance in the bean complex. After a long slide in soybeans, we've spent about a week and a half to two weeks working our way higher and stabilizing a bit. Um, it looks like the trade's getting a little bit concerned about the yield results that are coming in from the early soybean harvest. In fact, the harvest starting to pick up steam in Brazil and yields at this point are still showing some pretty disappointing results. In Brazil, Mato Grosso, which is uh, the big uh, state in the west central part of Brazil, they're reporting about 11% done with their soybean harvest already. In Sao Paulo and Paraná, which is the very southern part of Brazil, they're both around 8% done with the harvest. So we can expect that corn planting will be happening right behind the soybean harvest. Now, the northern and central and... um, to the east of Brazil, has been getting quite a bit of rain, and there are some concerns not only about soybean harvest delays, but corn planting delays, which you really cannot have. The soybean crop got in late, it's coming off late, corn already was expected to get in late, and you don't want to see yet more delays in the corn planting. That pushes production way deeper into the, the hot and dry part of Brazil's growing season. So all eyes are still going to be focused on what's going on in Brazil. It's having a big impact on the markets, and they're, they're clearly not going to come in with a monster soybean crop and very likely not going to come in with a monster corn crop like we're used to seeing out of there. And speaking of weather, Argentina, which largely so far this growing season has enjoyed almost ideal growing conditions. Starting to see some concerns pop up about dryness in the key part of the the growing region. Last couple weeks have been dry, which is not a big deal. The forecast calls for another two weeks of dryness, which takes us into early February and would become a big deal if that were to continue. But we're also seeing the temperatures start to warm up. High 90s, low 100s, that's a, a tough combination. So we could see some yield Uh, shaving off of the top end in Argentina as they try to wrap up their growing season. We're also seeing some crop stress start to develop in northern Africa, uh, primarily wheat country, but they've been enduring some dry uh, conditions for quite a while, and it looks like that's going to continue. So now we're starting to see uh, elevated concerns about uh, wheat production in northern Africa, you know the chatter right now is that they probably would have to increase their imports around two million tons, which isn't a huge deal, but it is worth noting. It's something we're going to keep our eye on. So moving forward, you know the the markets have been relatively quiet. I, I think that we're getting a, a, an updraft here, especially soybeans, probably corn as well. It, just a correction from the long slide that they've seen, and most likely would get one more push to the downside. That would give us. Some technical support levels and some divergence on the indicators, things like that, that we'd be looking for. Fundamentally, you can make the argument that, you know, the market is limited on the downside, especially for corn, but I think also for wheat at this point. Soybeans, you're still going to get through the, the harvest for Brazil, but production is really unknown. Normally you have a better idea of, of what you're going to get out of Brazil by this time of year, but it's it's really a, a very wide range. I think the bottom line is that the high end of that range has already been factored in. So it's probably going to just be more production declines moving forward as uh, we work our way through the Brazilian harvest. But again, I think corn could be our sleeper here. The market is, is stifled, if you will, because of the big carryover U.S. stocks. But again, you're not going to see big production coming out of Brazil's second season corn crop. And that likely should support the U.S. crop moving forward. That said, it is worth noting, too, that in Europe, uh, we're going to see a fairly notable drop in wheat plantings. Some of those acres could swing over to corn. So that's something to keep in mind. But I think in the bigger picture, just the the lower crop that we expect to see out of Brazil removes a lot of that long-term pressure on the corn market. So while technically you could argue that we're probably going to see one more test of the lows put in here just you know, a week or two ago, those lows should be pretty decent support levels. Uh, my guess is you'll take them out just to see what kind of stops are there. But I don't think we're going to see a whole lot more pressure to the downside in corn. In wheat, uh, I think the market's uh, taking a turn here or confirming that a turn has already been done. I don't see it running away to the top side. But uh, probably get a pullback here after kind of stalling out. It's the first level of resistance. But I do think the breaks will present pretty decent buying opportunities as we move forward. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.